What's going on, guys? As everyone knows, it's college football rivalry week upon us. And what better way to celebrate the Florida-Florida State game than having my dad and his friends come on to talk a little shit about this upcoming game. Per usual, you got myself, Mr. Zach Watts. To my right, at least on my screen, my father, Mr. Daniel Fisher. We have Scott Youngblood at the bottom left. Very surprised his wife's letting him hang out with the boys for once. We have underneath <laughs> me, Kevin Singleton. And then the man, the myth, the legend, James Arena. Gentlemen, Florida, Florida State week. Doesn't matter the records. It's always a great time. What, what, what should we expect? Well, big fish. I, have, I have a prediction already. Look at this. Give the wow. fight. 30, 14. 14. 38, 14. You think they're going to put 14 on us? 38, um, I was trying to be nice because, you know, we put the fourth string in the third quarter. So uh, me and Zach are going to try to delegate because we did not graduate from Florida State, which is crazy, though, because uh, Theo Kevin and Theo Jimmy also didn't graduate from the schools they're representing. So this is a very, uh, I went there very long interesting enough to podcast. Degree. That's all that matters. <laughs> I didn't know you could get a degree in a year and a half, my bad. <laughs> Three and a half years of my life <laughs> spent in that school. Yeah, so um, if I had to be unbiased, I would say the only things I think favor UF is the mobility of Eric Anthony Richardson. Um, if he doesn't run, it's going to be a very awfully long game Friday night for you guys. When you say mobility, does that mean that he can leave Florida at any time? Maybe like <laughs> before next year's starts? Hey, you guys, you guys <laughs> fired your head coach because you bitched and complained that he didn't start this man. And then you start this man and you're mad that he's starting. I don't understand UF fans. He Agreed. is the <laughs> most interesting no, quarterback no. in college football. We uh, don't understand. We don't that's understand why Dan Mullen got fired. Uh, he started out great game here, and all of a sudden, just the wheels fell off every damn thing. And and then next thing we know, Mullen was fired. He was actually doing. A, I thought he was doing a, a good job up until that point. Yeah, and we I, actually did beat Alabama. If it wasn't for the the horrible refereeing and some stupid calls, we had that game won. And we win season, that game. If you look, don't, don't look, get the shoot fired. throw against LSU. You don't yeah. get the shoot throw versus Again, LSU, and then ridiculous. You guys are in the playoffs. You're in the playoffs. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the next year, you're like, he's gone. He's gone. What well, do you offer? Florida and their fans are terrible. They're the worst fans on the planet, and I'm here on this podcast to show everybody that. That's the guy who switches like between Alabama and FSU, depending on who won that week. You got FSU hat on now. Where's I, Alabama shirt? I would like to point Come out on. that that is not Garnet behind this guy speaking. That's Crimson. Ooh. Well, fan there, pal. I didn't think you could see without your readers, fuckhead. <laughs> Just in case, these are my popcorn eating glasses. Popcorn <laughs> eating glasses. glasses. No glare. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. So those are the those are the, the steak eating glasses there. Those are business yeah. ones. When we get down to business. Get down to business. So let's go. Listen. Um, here's here's the you know, I've been I've been rough on Napier this year. I've been rough on the hire because I haven't seen anything out of him yet. But I figured, let me do my due diligence and let me go because, uh, you know, I've been, you know, son of a bitch in the, the athletic director because he shit the bed how many years in a row with the Ron Zooks and the, and the McElwain's and, and the garbage that they've been throwing on our table for years. Yeah. I think, I think oh, everybody was, forgot was about underrated. McElwain. I really do. But, you know, I went back and I was like, all right, what in the hell? Why in the hell did they go get this guy Napier? What has he got? And I started looking. I'm like. Okay, his his credentials are legit. He he, you know, granted they were the raging Cajuns, but they've never had you know a winning streak like they had. With this they guy. went twelve and one two years in a row with him. Right, right. He, 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 he absolutely okay. I get it, but he also worked you know offensive coordinator for Clemson, uh, wide receivers coach. Um, he was also uh, you know with Alabama twice. So you know, if we're going to be going to be real here, the reason he was hired is because he has he was a part of the Saban staff, and there's this like thing in college football where they believe if you touch Saban, you automatically know everything about winning. So that's why, got hired. that's why Mario was all the hire. True. <laughs> but but I, I'm, I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him time because I, I I even though I, I you know I wanted him you fired wanted last to week. fire him yeah, on I did. the last drive against Utah. You are one of the worst fans. But but Grayson along no, with what I'm a real I'm a realist. But Grayson what you said about being associated with Saban staff the players believe that. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. So the players that are there now, 
they don't believe in anything. They don't. They don't believe in themselves, really. I mean, look at that pass that Richardson just threw. He threw it through the uprights. <laughs> through the uprights. Last play. Yeah. I mean, did we on. did we check him for? Uh, did we get? Is he got the Jameis thing? Do we got to get him some eyeglasses or something? Maybe <laughs> somebody check his eyesight. I, it's, you know, it's, majorly, it's weird though because he was yeah. extremely highly touted at high school. He was like a a high four star recruit, like. Everyone was freaking out. His dream school was to play at UF. Like, he looked up to Tim Tebow. That's why he wears 15. There's all this hype. You, it, UF gets mad I, that Mullen doesn't I believe start he's not been utilized properly. And I think after this year – Arena, let's, let's go on that. Let's talk back to coaching because I feel like Norvell and his team are creative and doing a lot of things that Florida State fans have not seen in a long time. Who's that? What's, who's that? What's doing that? What's, nothing. What was his name? Norvell. Coach? Norvell. You spell that? What? What's his name? Where'd he come from? O-R-V-E-L-L. He came from yeah, Memphis, yeah, and, they, were in, and yeah, they went to a New Year's Six Bowl his last year there. Norvell's a dog. Is Memphis? Is that? Is that? Which? Is what league are they in? Memphis? They're in the A. buddy. Come on, dude. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm yeah. I'm making a comment that we basically have head coaches going from Memphis and the Raging Cajuns going head to head. It's it's like having two. Inexperienced prize fighters that, that now all of a sudden have these massive machines underneath them. Hey, uh, Spurrier you know, came from Duke and Urban came from Boise or Urban or came from Utah. 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 Look, there's a way to make that happen. Yeah, no, what, I agree. Isn't that weird? Um, so like, I'm not all against Napier. So like, obviously, I was I liked Mullen. I thought Mullen was great at Mississippi State. He had them at number one in the country for a point. He had UF in the top three for like three weeks when he was there. He had one all right mediocre season, and they were like, he's gone. I mean, and that's something he, he had to have lost a locker room. There had to be something else because they paid yeah. the guy $12 million. Yeah, to go but away. the thing is, it's like he lost Something's Kyle wrong. Trask. He lost, he lost, uh, what's his name with the Falcons? He lost so much talent. And then they still went, what, like seven and five? Like, not horrible. And they were like, he's gone. No, he's no. It's not, and I heard people talk about that it's recruiting. Like, he can't recruit. He never recruited. You know, I, I don't know. How is it that we, we never get? We haven't got a freaking star quarterback in, in, in a, a decade. No, How Kyle, Trask was, legit. Kyle Trask was legit. He was very good. He was legit, but he was, he's, he's nothing like what, what's what been stacking up at Alabama. Like three I deep agree. for the last 10 years. Yeah, but Trask, Trask wasn't from around the or, Southeast. He wasn't you know, even that highly rated coming in, was he? Wasn't he like a – No, he was everybody's backup. Yeah. Even in high school, he was everybody's backup, and he finally got a shot. Now, my thing he's is, back up again. Napier, Buccaneers Napier is not a bad recruiter. I mean, even for you guys being what six and five, you have well, a he was in charge of recruiting class. now as well. He was also in charge of recruiting when he was at Clemson. Yeah, so, so I I'm think hoping... he's a very good recruiter. My thing is, and I have the same belief with LSU, I don't understand why UF and LSU can have all the pieces. They have the best running backs, best receivers, best O line, best defense. But for some reason, you can't get a fucking quarterback. You know how easy it is to recruit to UF? Just take them to a frat party, have them meet the women there. It's not exactly. that hard. That's I don't get why you can't how get a fucking quarterback. How is it we haven't had a quarterback since Tebow? Like, I mean, literally. And if, if the entire country, who the hell does not want to go to UF? Yeah, but the thing is, a lot, is a lot, of, lot of the yeah, you expectation, down. a lot of the expectation <laughs> is we get a quarterback like Tebow. And you can't rely on that. Those guys come around once every decade and a half. No, no even more. Oh, really? Yeah, Alabama's talent. had them three deep for the last decade. No, no, no. Look, look who that quarterback had along with him, too. Had such a strong offense, uh, offensive line, yeah. had yeah. such a yeah. defense yeah. that made them comfortable that they didn't have to ever have to rush and score. And their the receivers, their running backs, their the Heisman Trophy winners, left and right there. They so it wasn't just one well, guy like a Tebow that was, you know, man in the team. Well, let's let's go back. But let's go back to, to AK 47 here. What the hell is his name? AR fifteen. So Danny, put it on your card. There's one. <laughs> I, did that on, I did that on purpose. I like so that. I, like that. I don't think he's being utilized because obviously, I mean, Napier doesn't really have his offensive. I don't think he's got his his right. pieces in play. I think, he he's, doing, I think he's playing yet. chess with somebody else's board that was already mm-hmm. set up. Mm-hmm. I get it. And AR, he's having some issues throwing the ball, obviously. But Jesus, he like my father used to say, he runs like a damn deer. So let's let the guy run the ball. Let's work an offense. You know, let's let let's get him running the ball. They can't stop him. Every time he runs, he rips off 30, 40, 50 yards. Mm-hmm. And yet they're trying to make him a pocket passer. Don't. Work with this his talent. Be, uh, this might be one of the few things I actually really agree with you on, Theo Jimmy. I think 
I don't think – all right, I, I, do I think AR-15 is amazing? Absolutely not. But I don't think he's as bad as he's looking like he is. I don't right. think it's, exactly. the offense is warped towards him. You look at the offensive production you guys did against Utah, who's a top 25 team, you used it perfectly. He was rolling out constantly. You were using yes. outside runs to set everything up. That's how you need to run it. He's not going to be the guy that's going to sit there and throw for 400 yards. That, and no. that's okay. It's college football. That's fine. But you can't try to make your offense that way and then wonder why your extremely athletic, fast, very good running quarterback isn't putting up good numbers when you don't have him run. All right, so, keep, so, keep so how is it that, that we can sit here and all recognize that's that's the case and 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 Napier is not using that way? Well, how is it we can why. figure this shit I'll out? I'll tell you why. First of all, we're not that's behind closed the doors. Is. The kids can't hold the smoke. First of all, we're not behind closed doors, and we're talking about building a program. So why are you going to take a guy that has maybe he's going to come back and utilize him, just just him, when you can utilize him to develop the rest of the players. I don't get where you're going. Um, Scott, we, we want to win, even though Scott. You lose, even though you made a little bit yards, you're getting we're, a running back that's getting we're, experience. We're, you're getting a tight end. That's a terrible – that's the most experience. losing mindset I've ever heard in my entire we're, life. We're here to point. win. That's the whole point. You don't – he didn't bring this guy in. Dude, he's, he's not – Dude, the thing is, it's not – and me and Theo Jimmy was actually – we talked about this when I was at his house doing yard work the other day. We talked about it. He has the tools. He has a cannon of an arm. He's very fast. Like, he's not bad. But after the Utah win, I feel like with the Heisman talk and the U.S. going to the national, I think they overgave it. They, they got into his head. And he's a young – like, regardless of him, how old the he other... is in the college, he's still a young college kid. So yeah, that we're still, we're still so talking about the him. other leg. You we're still the talking about table. only him is the mental. when it's the team that needs to develop as well. But he's your leader. He's the quarterback, Scott. What do you mean? Okay. Scott, I think so what I'm have, saying you is you got a guy that can catch the ball. You got a guy that you got to have a guy that learns how to run the routes. You got a guy that needs to learn Scott, how to Scott. run the football. Block. I'm not saying I'm not saying we Ricky Bell the guy. Okay. What I'm saying is create an offense where he has got options to run all the time. That's what I'm not talking about. Play. Dude, look at you literally run the Ravens offense where it's an option pass or run for Lamar every single play. But yeah, run it like the it. Chicago Bears are running it with Justin Fields. Yeah, and perfect. it's working. Yes. Exactly. But we don't have the offensive line to give him that time. You don't need an offensive line when you need a gazelle part. like that. That's you why you roll out. You go away. You run away from the line. He needs to have an open pocket that he can find a hole in if no. he needs to run. If his, no, you, need, if, you need a design run. No, he's going to get injured doing that. It's exactly what Zach just said. What did right, Zach, Zach? Say? He hasn't I mean, said anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will say I will add this one part in here. It seems like the common denominator we do have is that we have some poor coaching issues um, on both sides of the ball. But I think both of our fan bases can agree. We've seen our fair share of poor coaching, you know, from Florida side, we've seen the McElwain era from the Florida state side. We've seen our Taggart era. With that being said, which Love program really do we feel has suffered the most from having poor coaching? Has oh, we seen Florida's program Oof. gone down the drain due to their poor Three coaching days. or has Florida state taken a hit from their poor uh, poor coaching in years past. Florida State. Big fish. All day. Big fish. I, I'd say Florida State took the hit the biggest, but they Big didn't have the biggest loss. I think Florida didn't take advantage. Of, I mean, they're, they're just not – they don't have a package together. They don't have people that motivate the kids. The kids are all over Must the place. Champ was a great motivator. Shitty coach. Well, Good that, defensive coordinator, well, though. Well, you got about him. But now we got a great coach, and no motive, which is why we need Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> there it is. You need you need more guys died, to so make it on sharks. That's what you need. That's what I'm hoping <laughs> for. Don't you? I think I think what this is my opinion. I think the one hit of Taggart was a uh, was bigger. But the problem with Florida was you guys had three to four like mini hits. So you yeah, went like yeah. up and you went like this because like yeah, yeah. let's be honest, McElwain sucked, but you still went to a bowl game. Must champ sucked, but you almost made the like, SEC championship. With Taggart, with Taggart, he lost the longest active bull streak in NCAA history. That's how bad of a hit Taggart was. So I do agree that the, the little humps of UF suck, but I think if one big blow, Taggart was worse than all of it. You know, there's a there's a joke in there somewhere, and I'm just going to let it go because I don't want to get that, you know, but you're talking way too much about humps and blows. I'm just saying. <laughs> we got to go more towards football. No, so speaking all of right? the coaching, I'd like to point out that I, I think it's interesting at this point, the talent because of the NIL and because of recruiting and transfer portal, I think it's different. I, I think it's about the same. 
So we caught up fairly quickly to Florida, which would have had a three-year run on us. But the coaching, I think, is going to develop the talent. So FSU has shown a lot of creativity, uh, I think great coaching. I will tell you, their second-half adjustments has been a problem for me. We got smoked at NC State. We Wake Forest did the same thing to us. There was one other game I can't remember. Clemson, yeah, we were not making the adjustments, something that we used to do in the old days. So that's a weakness on our coaching staff. And to me, that's what I'm most concerned about going into the game uh, this week. Yeah, Big that's a very valid point, Kevin. That was very nice, very well-spoken, valid. Hey, so can you also let the audience know when your, your album's going to drop? I mean, you look like a rapper. I thought you were going to announce your new rap album coming out or something with the glasses and, and the – that backwards, I wasn't sure, you know, if you had something coming out. Now, just give me a chance. For the family, it's a holiday thing. No, so, but I do. We, I we do know how much Jimmy loves that music. I, I want to piggyback on what Theo Kevin just said, though. The second half adjustments are what could kill Florida State in this game, especially if Richardson's feet are hot. Because look at Sam Hartman and look at the NC State game and look at DJU, the quarterback of Clemson. All three of them are mobile quarterbacks, and they all torched up FSU, especially in the second half. So that seems like that's something they are struggling with. So and that's if, a great if Richardson can get open and expand the field this way. You guys are going to be moving forward north and south a lot more than you think. And well, that's a great, that's have- a great observation. And I think that I hope that Napier's looking at, it, but we got to get to the, we, we got to get to the, to the, the, this is my thought process is we're, we're going to play a good game versus FSU. Oh, we have game plan for you. We have done it because we obviously were not paying attention to Vanderbilt past this last week. Okay. We've obviously been game planning for FSU a lot longer than we have been for, for, for any other team. So I'm hopeful. Florida has not played that week in decades, 40, 50 years. They've never played that week. They always had that week off. Which week? This past weekend. Hey, you still took that weekend off, buddy. Right, that's what I said. Well, they clearly did again, so they're used to taking that off. But so I can week, only hope that, that they were just looking past Vanderbilt. Yeah, they don't want to get roughed up. Has they Florida want to be been blown out this year? No, I don't think so, right? No, Florida's been in every game this year. So that's this is they, the point I wanted to bring up. Listen, this is the point I wanted to bring up. It is at Florida State, so I understand this a little bit. But the spread is Florida State minus nine and a half. And I don't even know if UF has lost a game by that many points. They've lost. Season. They've lost by ten. They've lost by ten twice, five and ten. 22. Yeah, ten, five, and then ten, twenty-two. 22. Georgia, yeah, well, Florida State's not Georgia. Yeah. And are you then, laying the money? What are you doing? Seven. Yeah. You put the money. Where are you putting your money? I, I oh, gave no, you a thousand dollars, Grayson. Um, where are you putting your money? I, I wish you gave me a thousand dollars. I know. I obviously um, wish I had it. I'm gonna put Florida State. I don't know what I'm doing with the nine and a half, though. That's that's what I'm scary. talking about. I'm talking about the points. Yeah. Okay, get the heads whoa, up. Whoa, whoa. We said this was a family. Regardless, regardless of the game, uh, it's going to be close because it's Florida, Florida State. That's I truthfully believe that. I don't think it's going to be a blowout either end. I could. We've had a lot of blowouts have, though. I don't. What? We've had a lot of blowouts in this series. Yes, yeah, we have. Yeah, just ask Pickle, fifty-two to seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> But Florida State's only I lost a tooth over that. <laughs> I, I want to go back to the recruiting. Um, when you know whether it hurt it or hurt or not, um, I think these kids that go to the schools here in Florida, they're they're going there. They're fans. They made up their mind when they were 13, 14. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I mean, Ver, Verlin Giles, who is the FSU coach, he recruited me. Great guy, love the guy. I said, Coach, there's no flipping way I'd ever come to play golf there. And he's like, come on, it's a great program. It's a, you know, we're really turning up the heat here. And and they did great. They won several uh, titles that that last year was there. But there was there was no way I'd ever go there. Yeah. I mean and, but Scott, it's it's not like that anymore, man. It's whoever's right. gonna throw you the money. Yeah, it's whoever's gonna give you the most stuff. It's not about a yeah. anymore. It's well, all about the bag. But no. I got to say this, it's also about the facility. And I have to say, I saw a TikTok at the Gator facility and it is bad ass. And, and FSU's not? And FSU's isn't? I haven't seen it. Send me the TikTok. I don't I'll know. I'll send you a video to FSU. Okay, I, All I, I did is I saw Gators, the, the Gators ones. And I was like, I, okay, that's a good one. US, US walkout, like when they walk out with the Gator in the, in, the, in the tunnel, it's sexy. The whole white and the orange and blue, it's very nice. I will. Jason, have you ever, have you, you've been to the, the Swamp? Yes, I've been to multiple games. I've been to more games at UF than I have at FSU. 
You've been to Joe Campbell then. Yes, I have. It's, it's Barnum and Bailey tent. It is yeah, the, but, it is the, it's so bad. I feel so bad for you guys that don't the, you haven't the, been there in 20 years. The, the outside of the state and <laughs> there's a weight limit in 25 years. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's the beautiful, beautiful stadium, but you walk in and it's metal seats and like, come on. Yeah. Guys. Well, first of all, since I know you haven't been there in a while, they did expand it a little and make it, well, I think 15,000 people bigger in the last 10 years. And the second thing is I've been to games at FSU and I've been to games at UF. I've been to primetime college game day, 3.30, number 10, like UF number five, Auburn, when you guys beat Bo Nicks. I was at that game. The crowd at, at UF is full of freaking nerds, bro. It's all nerds. They don't know how to hype up these players. At That's FSU, yeah, I got to step in here. It might be a little easier to get in, but we're way rowdier. And we're way I, I got to step in here. I got to step in here. When I went to UF, we were still considered one of the top 10 party schools at UF. I think we were getting beat by Kevin Singleton and the Alabama Bambians. You, you went to UF in, the, in like the 80s. Hell I, yeah! I, 80s, I, but, 90s. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Wait, been, Scott I, was I, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. So <laughs> since, my daughter, since my daughter's been up at UF, I've been up there for many games. And I've got to say, I don't agree with Grayson on too many things, but I've got to agree with this. I'm like, what even my daughter's like, there's a lot of geeks here. So I, I, I yeah. can't find anybody to date. They're all, they're all, they're all geeky looking. I, Arena, listen, we're I an like academic that powerhouse. Arena, it, let me ask you this <laughs> Florida is the loudest place I've ever been. I will tell you, I hate the Gators more than I hate anything. And that feel, every time I've been there, and it's been at least six years, Arena, you and I went That's with right. It is the loudest, most intimidating place That's I've right. ever been. It's and you know why? Away, blows Alabama and away. You know why? And it's are you telling me they don't have that? Alumni go there and scream our brains out. No, there's a big alumni party. presence. We're yeah. out partying. Every one of those damn eighteen-year-olds, they're like, "Oh, you're drinking another beer." Ooh, That's you're a big drinking, deal. You know, it's the home field yeah, advantage. I was before. drinking all of my daughter's uh, uh, counterparts under the table. Okay, but regardless of if you think Doe Campbell's as as good as the Swamp or not. It being a Friday night. They need to knock it down. They need the to way, knock it the down. The way it's a Friday over. night game at, at Florida, Florida State weekend with Florida State being ranked 16th in the country, it's going to be rocking. That is a home field advantage 100%. We can all agree on this. It I is, just, but I, I think you're going to see a lot of UF. I just didn't want you to be um, disappointed if you hadn't seen it yet since this is your first game. It's, it's not my first game. I, mean, I know it's the first Florida, Florida oh, first, State. Yeah, it's my first UF. But, I, I didn't know if it was your first game up there, so. No, you yeah, know, I went to uh, I went to sorry, Zach, real quick. I went to one my junior year of high school, sophomore year of high school. My dad, we beat Boston College, and then my my junior year, we played in the Orange Bowl, and then and we go to Miami and watch the Orange Bowl. Yeah, all right, okay. You know, we've talked a lot about how money's kind of influenced college football these days. You know, we brought up the recruiting trails and how that's kind of changed over the years. Um, one of the things I kind of wanted to bring up and kind of tease the idea of is how far are we away from an FSU Florida state merger um, into like the sec? Cause I feel like it's always kind of been alluded to, you know, with Oklahoma and Texas joining the sec. Now the bigger schools are going to go to where the money's at is FSU going to make that switch. Are we going to see schools start to move around more in the coming years? And if so, do you think that'll help the rivalry out having to play with conference implications on the line, or do you think it'll kind of diminish the rivalry a little bit? Mm. The way you just asked that led me to believe that ACC is one of the weaker schools in the conference to leave ACC. Well, you just said um, something very stupid, so you were going to let you do that one more time. <laughs> you just said the no, ACC conference. is one of the dumber schools in the ACC. No, 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 no. I said the ACE. I said FSU. The way you the said that. Go to the table. For FSU, I know what I said. I don't have to have it read back to me. Um, <laughs> FSU should be one of the anchors of the ACC. They shouldn't be leaving anywhere. They should be trying to get schools to them. I agree. Yeah, but you know, it's tough to get schools to come to a basketball conference to play football. Well, I think so. I'm I'm going to be honest. We obviously it's not even an argument. The SEC is the best conference in football. Like that's just a thing. That's just how it is. Why Florida State are you going to go to the SEC and then battle to be like within the past recent years a five to seven team when you can be a top three team every single year in the ACC and when you're telling your recruit you're like look 
You're going to have to play Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, and LSU every year. We're not going to make it, blah, blah. Come to Florida State. You're going to get a college game day against either Miami or Florida, and you're going to get one versus Clemson every single year. That's going to happen yeah, but every at the, year. At the same time, you get free sneakers. You win look, all look these the ACC draft. championships. You get all these ACC championship rings that Florida's not getting in the SEC. Yeah. Yeah, but the problem is these guys aren't are, are getting recruited like mothers out of the at the, at the SEC. Look at the last draft. I I guarantee the SEC doubles any other conference in terms yeah, of recruits into the NFL. Good like, point. They're already playing pro style offenses and defenses. Yeah, but if yeah, you but can't get on the field though, you can't prove how good you are. That's why the transfer portal is so strong, and that's why these smaller schools benefit from that transfer portal because you get five star guys who weren't starting. And they come to Florida State, who's not a great school right now, and they have a chance to play. So hopefully that'll benefit the Seminoles. I also think too, on top of that, if Florida, like let's regardless of your opinion, Florida State, as long as I've been a Florida State fan, they've never had pussy schedules. They always play a really good big power five team in the beginning of the year. You always got UF at the end and you got Clemson. So they always have a good three top 15 teams, usually. So the thing is, too, is like you're all, you're not not playing good football. You're just not to the same volume. Right. Like, you're playing good football teams, but you're not playing the amount of good football teams exactly. that you have. And, and whether well, they're, they're beating the shit out of each other in the SEC. Yeah, well, that's the and problem. That's really like, what's happening. Like, it's so hard to win an SEC championship because you're going to play three top five matchups in a 10 game series. Like yeah. Vanderbilt? Yeah. Hey, listen, okay? <laughs> they were overlooking oh. Vanderbilt. <laughs> no, Florida, no, but even Florida's schedule this year was good. They played number seven, Utah, number 20, Kentucky, number 11, Tennessee. Then they hosted LSU, who wasn't ranked at the time, but now they're number six. And then number one, Georgia, and then finishing with number 16, Florida. And that's why we're six and five. Well, I mean, Vanderbilt's not, not, yeah, three. <laughs> you know, since we're on the topic of bad losses, um, I know it's been a while since you guys have been back in your college days. Can we kind of revisit and bring up? Right. Yeah. Ben, I'm just saying, can we revisit some of your worst losses or memories of losses um, that you've experienced? Mm -hmm. I know for me, having to watch Florida State lose to Jacksonville State. That was one of the most humiliating experiences. I will stand by that. I would love to hear some experiences you guys have, because I know you haven't been perfect the entire Yo, time you've been dad, a fan. Dad, tell the story of when you guys were at the Florida State-Miami game and you thought the field goal was good. Oh, uh, I was – where we were sitting in the stadium for the first wide right, it looked like the kick went right through the uprights because I was so high up in the nosebleeds. So the, my girlfriend and my, I at the time were, like, cheering, and everybody else around us is cussing. I'm like, what happened? What, what's going on? And we had no idea he missed the frigging kick. <laughs> and this was like huge implications on the line, right? Dude, the entire town was dead that night. All the bars everybody went to, nobody went out that night. Everybody People probably thought off. you were such a jackass wearing a Florida State gear, cheering yes, thinking the field goal went in. Well, I don't know. You know. That's not out of character. Yeah. Listen, you know, when you get as old as us, you get a lot of those. We have a lot of those under our belt. They get you get used to it after a while. <laughs> I hey, think Zach, that is a great question. I want to drop in mind quickly that uh, you think that when Florida State is having the lower years, like the Jacksonville State one, is the most painful, and that trust me, that is very painful. But when we were good and you thought we were really good, I went to the '97 Florida Florida State game in Gainesville. Again, it was crazy loud. Uh, Thad Busby was the quarterback. We were ranked number one and Florida. I mean, did the dual quarterback thing with Steve Spurrier. I think it was Jesse Palmer and Noah Brentice. Is that sound right guys? And they hit green on a long bomb with like minutes to go. And it was just ripped the heart out of you. You lost a championship. You could have won another national with Bobby. And then you went through and I'll tell you as much as it sucked though, I rolled through the streets in Gainesville and it was mayhem. People were climbing on top of cars, partying. It was. It shows you how great college football is. So as much as it sucked, and that's my worst loss, I would say, it was still amazing because I love college football. I would have to say when uh, Mr. Frazier beat Florida for the national title. Yeah. Can you elaborate? Because I, I don't know what you're talking about. Nebraska kicked our ass sixty-two to twenty-four in the national. You stole, yeah. you stole my, you stole my, you stole my losses. I was there. I was at he, the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. He, he ran all over us. We were just, toward the end of the game. We were just trying to strip the ball, and it was literally grabbing around his arms, and we were just running. It was almost like we were escorting him to the. It was bowl. embarrassing. It was, it was ninety-five. Was yeah, absolutely. Yeah, pathetic to watch. It was, I was there, and the, uh, the, the toughest loss you guys had was in 93 when florida state went into florida after we lost the notre dame and we beat you guys 
um, to go on to the national championship game. We were all ninety-three. Yes, mm -hmm. that was there. There were urine bombs flying all around me since I was cheering. (laughs) I think Jackson was cheering on the sideline. By the way, hence now we have male cheerleaders. And in all the game, Youngblood still to this day complains that there was a clipping uh, block in the back that was not called on the touchdown to work done, and he still bitches about it. Damn. Thanks for Roll that, that clip. We got the clip clear, of that? There's a clear clip that was messed. <laughs> um, you didn't bring the clip? It's I close. I can probably pull the clip up. Block in the back. Block in the back. Um, yeah. Real quick, one thing I wanted to ask, because Zach with the great questions, who, from, from your guys' opinion – who is the best player at your given school, Florida State of Florida, that you got to watch with your own eyes that, like, was the Easy. best you've ever seen? It's easy. Tim Tebow. Deion Sanders. That's good. I, I would – if I was if I was a, a true college football fan right now and if I was one of either Danny or Kevin, I'd say Tim Tebow. Yeah. Well, Tebow I mean, was, Tebow I was special. Tebow, but maybe Peter that, Warwick on the Florida State side. Yeah, Peter Warwick's a dog. Do you think Peter Warwick over Deion Sanders? Yeah, I know. Deion? No way. Deion all, all day long. Deion, Deion was Deion, awesome, man. He was so Deion good. Deion was so damn fast. What and about Charlie so Ward, though? Give me a break. Just, uh, hey, Deion was so good, he didn't even have to go to class. That's how good exactly. he was. Exactly. <laughs> That's how good he was. Class, <laughs> class came to him. Exactly. <laughs> how, uh, how, what about Charlie Ward? You guys didn't get to watch Charlie Ward play? Yeah. He was like great, but he yeah, wasn't. That was, I mean, he's that good. Was a surrounding team effort. I think they were just so solid everywhere. He won a Heisman. Bullware, I mean, on defense, Bull, Peter Bullware, those guys, but at the same time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But Tebow at the time was unstoppable. Man. Yeah, he Tebow, was like, yeah. yeah, Tebow won two natties. That never happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tebow was never Chris Leak won the natty. Chris Leak won the first one. Yeah, he played like five plays all year. And that's why we that's won, because Tim Tebow was on the field. That's why we won. Five plays is all it took. Yeah, that's all you I've need. I've never seen that guy. the fan base hate ah. a coach more for winning two championships. You guys hate Urban Meyer so much. He probably why would you say his name? Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, I, I also hate Urban Meyer. So it's okay. Yeah. No, I, I mean him. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer was. I love the guy when he was there, but the way he left, it's it's you know it's it, it's it's awful. It's, it's gut wrenching. It's all coaching. He's a horrible human being. Well that's, well, that's the other part. He just he basically began to show everybody what a horrible her, a human being he, he was. Yeah. And, is. and like that's the I, thing. You know, like, whenever I shit talk urban, people are like, well, he's a good coach. I'm like, yeah, but he's a fucking terrible person. Yeah. yeah. I I have to admit, though, I don't know how in 2008 you were able to command a locker room of so many personalities. I mean, you had what? The Pouncey Brothers? Yeah. You had <laughs> Riley you Cooper. Had, yeah. Riley Cooper, officer. Aaron Hernandez. You had Pascal Boy, Tebow. I mean, you had probably a television-worthy um, just team down there, and you were able to win a national championship. They were so I mean, good though, they were ridiculous. so good, ridiculous. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, but you're I, right. It's it's interesting how you have the dichotomy of of you know Tim Tebow on one end, and you've got Aaron Han- or Aaron Hernandez, which is now they probably proved that he did murder two people while he was in Gainesville. I mean, it's like that's a pretty yeah. wide. And, uh, well, in in, in all fairness, Gainesville Police Department, that was not their jurisdiction. Yeah, it was, I'm sorry. You know, I, yeah, you're right. Gainesville, Gainesville County. Police, yeah. That was not Gainesville Police Department's. Uh, and they're not, they're not, you know. Uh, uh, all right, so yeah. going back on what Zach said, what would you say? I, all right, it's double, double, double. What would you say is your favorite team that you remember from, like, what year of your team? And what was the best team you had that never won the Natty? Question. Yes. We'll let the Gators start since they're going to lose next week. Um, the 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 I'd, I'd say the Danny Warfel team that lost to um, yeah Nebraska. Yeah, whoever. Yeah, no, it wasn't Nebraska. It was um, it was Ohio State. No, was it? You lost to Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, you beat Seminoles. It was Warfel. Yeah, and, uh, that, that was the Super Bowl. That, that team, Dan, Danny Warfel. I will say was the best college passer ever. He could throw that ball and drop it right in the pocket at any any distance, which you can't do in the pros. I mean, it, you know, you're going to have a linebacker run underneath one of those passes in the pros. But their timing, it was just absolutely perfect. And we had some running back. Was it Fred Taylor? 
at the time. Offensive line was strong. That that was probably the better team than the Tebow team that won. And the only reason he won the championship was because Bob Stoops came in as the defensive coordinator and turned you guys into tough guys. And that was when it got scary for me because I wanted him out of Florida so bad. I wanted him to get hired by somebody. And then God, Oklahoma got at some point. I wanted Bob Stoops to come to Florida State instead of Norvell. I really wanted him. Yeah, that would have been a good hire. So wait, so Theo Kevin, what team would you say? So the best team who never won the championship? Yes. All right, so Florida State, unfortunately, has had so many of these. (laughs) I've I've experienced a couple myself. Who couldn't win the big one. So I would tell you from 87 to 93, probably 94, had the best team at the end of every year. So the one that stands, I would say 91, sounded like with Casey Weldon. We and we're big Casey Walden fans out here, baby. I know, baby. I know. And so he was so good. We whooped up on Desmond Howard in Michigan on the first game of the year. Them at Michigan, at Michigan. The season ended so horribly. It was the first wide right. We missed. We lost to Florida. Spurrier was new at the time. And then Texas A&M beat the crap out of us. Although we won in the Cotton Bowl. Ninety-one was the year I thought we could have done. I thought we won. I'm looking at. I have I have the hit the Wikipedia of all the games and the series. Kevin, that year, uh, Florida was number five. FSU was number three. Score was fourteen to nine. Florida. Damn. If you remember, so, we were right at the frat house on Dale Mabry and Fletcher, and there was a missed kill. Uh, Again, it, it came down to a last second play, so it was an amazing game. Spurrier just started becoming amazing at Florida at that time. Yeah, that and that yeah, hurt South yeah. Carolina and didn't that do a fucking thing. He did a lot of South Carolina. He he didn't have much to work with. Bro, if he but, doesn't if he doesn't pull Steven Garcia in the Auburn game, you guys they beat Auburn and they Auburn doesn't go to the Natty that year. Yeah, no sense. Like they but were they went go, up by like seventeen or something. Can't go against before. the old ball coach. You know, I mean, I've met Spur. I've went scuba. I went snorkeling with Steve Spurrier. Okay, you should name dropping. I'm son cool. Of a I'm oh. cool like that. <laughs> we're, cool like that. we're cool together. like that. All right, me and Spurrier, we snorkel together. We're cool like that. All right, <laughs> yeah, but he didn't mention it was clothing optional. <laughs> were you a man? Uh, I think so. I don't think so. I think I was like 16. But anyways, <laughs> I, I don't think he did shit at South Carolina. I think South Carolina is the most cursed school in the SEC. Personally, I. I, I think it's the most so, cursed school. It has everything you need to be good, and they're just never there. So this is pretty cool. I, I have a friend that played for both Steve Spurrier and um, what's the coach before that? Uh, forget the name. Lou Holtz. For Spurrier? Lou Holtz. Charlie yeah. Pell. Isn't that pretty cool? I mean, those are two. <laughs> I mean, two of the top coaches ever. Played for Lou Holtz, and then the next year Spurrier came in. That's awesome. I mean, he said there was only like 15 or 20 players that were able to stay on the team that year. Damn. Do that. Just sign um, up. Dad, back to you because you didn't get the answer. What do you think is the best Florida State team to never win a national title? The one that lost to Florida. What, okay, but which one? 96. Yeah, because we, we legitimately deserved to be there, and Florida didn't because we already beat them. Um, but – the craziest set of events happened that got Florida back in the national championship game. And I thought that was our best team that didn't Wait, win. We played Florida in the natty. Yes. That was their first champ. That was Spurrier's only- Where's your homework, son? I never knew that. That's horrible <laughs> journalism on my part. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to say goodnight. <laughs> that has to be the craziest <laughs> natty ever. A rivalry in the national championship. It was yeah. crazy. I mean, Kevin probably remembers it better than me, but like we were supposed to play Nebraska, but then Nebraska got beat by some Texas or somebody. I don't know. It was crazy and onside kick and they ended up winning the game. And like Florida, I think was ranked fifth at the time, but like the other three teams all lost. And then Florida ended up playing catapult us right back in it. Yeah, it was crazy. Damn. How, what happened to Nebraska, bro? They used to be so good. It's the same thing. Nebraska. No, 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 but if they give me the bag. You've seen schools in the Midwest. You do not want to go there, bro. No, I agree, except Wisconsin. I I agree. I think it it goes back to what Zach said earlier, money. Yeah. There's money in Nebraska. Are you kidding me? Plenty of money in Nebraska. Yeah, what? There's so much money in Nebraska. It's the the recruiting. It's. I think think it's the the, the people – 
smart people were finding out that all the big linemen and all the, you know, were all coming out of those Midwest teams. They started plucking them. They started going out there and, and pulling them into the SEC, pull them other places. But any place you have a, a dominant team like that for all those years, you, you, they get, you know, like USC, you know, they're starting to pluck, pay, you know, pluck people from over there. They're not the dominant team every time, every year this now, this time. So I think, I think it, the, the playing field has gotten a little more even, especially the way that the recruiting has been going and pulling people from, from different states. Like well, that. I'm going to tell yeah. you what Casey Weldon once told me. He, Casey Weldon said that they did a photo shoot. It was Florida, Florida State, and Notre Dame. And, you know, Casey's posing with all these beautiful girls from Florida State. Shane Matthews is posing with all these beautiful girls from Florida. And then he said Notre Dame. He goes, I don't know who would want to go to Notre Dame after. <laughs> <laughs> no, Casey Weldon, yeah. I remember uh, he always used to tell Kane, do you want to go closer to the water? Go to school closer to the water. Yeah, See, not Miami though. That's yeah, the bad yeah. choice. Well, Kay did go to the guys that go to Notre Dame. The guys that go to Notre Dame are the ones that that are that are planning on having a career that, that and they're not banking on being in the NFL. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, they're like, looking out long. They're, 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 they're the smart ones, honestly. Yeah, they're also smart as shit. Because yeah. they don't mess around over there. It's a very you know, it's a tough school to stay in. You know, I'm not sure about Nebraska, but uh. yeah. And if you guys don't mind, I'm going to jump in because before I forget this point, rivalry week is so important to me because college college football to me that makes what college football is about. And like, I mean, I'm more stressed than playing Florida. I'm more relieved when we win, and uh, it just freaks me out because I hate the caters so much. And I think it means a lot to the fan base. I but don't I know if it means as much to the players as it does to us. But because of that, that's where the money gets fueled. That's where everyone focuses. And I feel like uh, this weekend, it, it affects recruiting for sure in the state. And uh, I just want to hear what everyone's take is on how much it means to you to win this game this weekend. Because even though it's a shit year, I got to beat the Gators. It'll be a, a successful year if we win. What do you guys think? I, I think that if they don't win, then your chin hair is gone. I think it's all over. You're going to lose all your hair. Your chin hair is gone. Oh, the hair's gone? Shit. Oh, this, the chin hair, too. The chin hair. Holy shit, it's Pitbull. Is that Pitbull? <laughs> We've been talking to Pitbull the whole time. Uh, I oh, think man. I agree with um, what you said, Theo. Uh, what rivalry weekend is like when people always ask me why I like college football more than the NFL, it's like rivalry weekend. We can explain yeah. it. It doesn't – I remember being born and raised that you don't even draw the colors orange and blue next to each other. Like you don't even like look at them like like you hate them you hate gators in general like you, it's a hatred you, you ain't seen despise them and then you grow up worshiping this team and then it doesn't matter if we were zero and ten it doesn't matter if we were fifteen and zero this game is always what the fuck can happen and it's always the reason like why you watch and why there's like tradition and love in college football that you don't get in the NFL and it's also the absolute shit talking that goes on for an entire year until you play again 100%. okay. And especially when you've got people like I've got in my life, like these jacknuts and you, it's, but it, 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 it's part of the fun, but it's also part of the pain, you know, and you, and, and that's, that's the allure of it. You don't, you just don't have the same rivals that you have in the NFL. You just don't have it. People, people's heart is in their, you know, in the schools and their alma maters. And, and it goes much, much deeper than that. You know, my, my wife was on the field at two years old with, with, you know, with Albert, I got photos of her. You talk about somebody hates Florida state. I can't even yeah. say it. I can't even say it in the damn room. Yeah. Come here, you know, she, be, might, be, she, she might actually be the but, biggest Florida state hater I've ever met in my life. Oh, you, for sure she is. For sure. She is. And her father, you know, has drilled that in her head. Um, but, but it's, but it's, it's like lifelong, you know, it's, it's, it's lifelong and it's, and it goes all the way through the family tree. You know what I'm saying? It's not just where you live. It doesn't matter where you live. It's family tree. It's DNA. What the hell are you looking at? What are you showing me there, Scotty? I think it's that, that's oh. the history of the games. Was that Pornhub? <laughs> Is so that, that what were you about to say about Robert? The history of Florida's got the advantage for sure. No. Wait, Zach was about to say something. No, I was just. I like how you said. Um, like you kind of just alluded along the lines of just like implications, like that kind of what really determines rivalry week altogether. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if one team has gone undefeated all year and the other hasn't been playing well, like you play for the chance of taking them out of playoff contentions. Like that's what you're looking forward to. You know, growing up rivalry week to me was like my first 
my first love and also my first heartbreak. Like I knew what losing truly was when it came down to rivalry week because the people you hate the most wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Like you knew you were going to hear it and they got to ride it all the way until next year. That's kind of what it's been um, for me, at least. What I was curious to know, however, is with this new playoff system, kind of given the fact that we have the availability of rematches, I know we kind of see um, Ohio State and Michigan up in that two and three spot. If they lose, they could potentially rematch in the playoffs. Do we like the idea of being able to rematch your rivals given the playoff implications? Or do we think once you beat your rival, they're out of the playoffs, they don't deserve a second chance? No, I, I like I like the I like the new uh, the new setup where there's more there's more teams and it, it expands out the the um, uh, the playoffs, and, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because it gives you sometimes you need a second chance. We, I mean that that second chance is how we got our national set, uh, national championship. It it you know it shows uh, you know it shows the it highlights the coaching because you got the same players. You know you're going back up again. Everybody's going to probably play about the same. Who's going to make the adjustment on the other team? Who who found the weak link the second time? You know, uh, and and I think it I think it points to, you know, the coaching staff and pre- preparedness and everything else. And and I, I actually like to see the, the rematches because, you know, you, you can't guarantee where it's going to go either way, one way or the other. If, if it's a blowout, yeah, what if it's a blowout, then I don't think you deserve that. But however, like if you're looking at one and four. And one wins by eight points. One's expected to win by four. It doesn't mean that number four team is no longer better than the fifth team. I mean, they were the week before, right? So, I mean, unless it's an absolute blowout, I don't, I don't think that they should be gone. Because like Jimmy said, we lost by three points to FSU. But then a month, a week later, five weeks later, we win by 32. I mean, it's the same team, aren't, isn't it? I mean, so – did did we deserve to be there? I mean, when you have that kind of score, but if you look at it and if we would have lost by 22, then maybe we shouldn't have been. But you don't know yeah. until you actually get there. The but, game. But, right. But I, I don't think that the championship game, like I said, if you're, if you're number one and you get beat by 16 points by the number 14, I don't know. Do you deserve a, a second chance? Yeah, you but at the time – now that they're going to expand the playoff format, I think it's inevitable. I mean, yeah. So let's say there's there's eight teams in the playoff, and and Ohio State wins by six, you know, against Michigan. Should that automatically get rid of Michigan? No, because they're probably still better than the six, seven, and eight teams that are out there at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you put and if you put like like yeah, say, truly- say Michigan loses the number two Ohio State, you go well they lost. You go well if you put number four TCU there, do you think they'd win? Like, do you yeah. think that would change? Yeah. Do we really think they've benefited that over the years? Sorry, Scott. They benefited over that because we've always been so good. Our record has been like, all right, well, we had a bad loss here, but we always got this, the, the, I guess the, uh, the doubt. They would say, all right, you guys are better. So they put us in over these other teams. But is it fair? No, it's not fair. In college football, it's not fair because it's subjective. So hopefully the expansion, Zach, as you mentioned, will bring about some sort of uh, more. Fairness, although what will suck is that the regular season won't mean as much. And to me, that's been a big value to me in my whole life. One um, loss. Yes, but I also I also want to look at it from the other perspective. They're moving to 12 teams in two seasons, by the way. That's confirmed, like written on paper. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but the thing is, uh, I think it shows how well you are as an athlete, a person, and a coach when you go down, you start a season off 0 and 2. And then you just kick everyone's ass after, and you learned how to change, you adapt, and you overcame adversity. And you just don't deserve to be a 12 seed. Come on, like that's just you're showing how much better. Like just because you lost in week one, that's nowhere near the same team in week 15. That's nowhere LSU near. right now. LSU. Yeah, like look at LSU. They they are not the team that be, that we beat. Let's be honest, they are way better right now. So like they should be rewarded for like getting. You always talk about like, it's not about how you hit, it's about how you get hit and get keep moving forward. That's the kind of shit you should be promoting in kids. Like, and then if you, if you go over two, you have a shot because there's 12 teams, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. It's not what you were ranked at the beginning of the year, which is why uh, Florida used to play Miami. And then when Spurrier got there, he's like, we're playing them. <laughs> we're out of here. We're not in the 90s. Yeah, the 80s, season. 
Well, it's also because they come to Gainesville and riot and they rob all the stores and, and he went to shut half the damn town down. So, I mean, that, that's mute also him. that, too. Mute him. <laughs> and those are the people that didn't even go to Miami. <laughs> right. That's just the fans. That's just the fans. So, you, exactly. yeah, if, if you lose two games at the end of the season, you're out. I mean, you can be number one, but, I mean, you got the same record. I mean, if, if those – A&M started this lost season games, ranked sixth and they have seven losses. Oof. Yeah. Yes. And Again, I don't think is TCU really the fourth best team in the country? I think so. I think I they're think they're losing. Good. Watch they're play? Losing. They're yeah. good. Yeah, they're good. They can move yeah. that ball. Their defense is all right, but they can move the rock. Like the side yeah. note, I remember the first game of the year, Grayson said Sonny Dyke, what's his name? Sonny Dyke is the most overrated coach in the league. You said that <laughs> 10 weeks ago. Yo, he should definitely win coach of the year, though. Like, he's, yeah. he's amazing. Wow. You know, Grayson brought up uh, Texas A&M. And speaking of Texas A&M, features an old Florida State coach in Jimbo Fisher, who at the time we were a little upset the way he left, kind of how similar in other situations, we were kind of unhappy to see some coaches go. Um, on the under, other end of that, has there been any coach in your school's history that you were so happy to watch walk out that door? Like which Magic. coach? Were, yeah, which coach would be the happiest to see leave, never come back, and just so ready to move on to the next guy? This is a question for the Gator fans because we yeah. really had coach so life. We went from coach. We went from Bowden to Jimbo, bro. We were kind of hooping for a while. Yeah. yeah. Gator well, never had a chance to hate mine. They were gone after like two years. Yeah, they were just like a, a revolving door. You know, we couldn't figure out how bad they were until they were already gone. All right, wait, wait. I got a way better question. Sorry, Zach. What's your favorite Coach Bowden moment? Because this man's a legend, like one of the best college coaches of all time. When I met him at King High School, he came to me. the name dropper. John Wimberly. (laughs) Oh, the punter. He came to recruit John Wimberly, and he walked in the office, and I was in there. And I said, Coach Pell, so great to meet you. Welcome to King. He's like, funny. (laughs) <laughs> you say that's about him? yeah what a boy oh, he always had a little mouth on you yeah coach Bowden moments fish big fish what do you got uh, my favorite one is uh, when I was uh, dating this girl in college her dad was sitting in first class next to Bowden and he leans over and asked him if he knew me <laughs> <laughs> and he goes unless that boy plays football I don't know anybody son <laughs> Number 24, 24, yeah, 24. That's great. My story, I, I can't, I don't know if I've ever met him or know anyone who's met him, but it meant so much to my family. My father and my mother both went to Florida State. And back in the day when my parents got divorced, 70s, and the FSU wasn't good enough to be on cable or TV, we would sit in the car in the driveway and listen to the radio broadcast. And that's when Bowden started creating the dynasty so to me that's he means a lot to me it's like a family thing yeah kevin i just told you i just met him kevin i just told you i just met him you know me um he hasn't seen you in a while man he's he can't remember if he knows you or not but i I will say my worst bobby bowden story is and the the thing i was most disappointed with him is uh what they call the choke it dope not going for two that was that was such such a disappointment for him to not go for two. Wait, what he happened? Had that, no, he had that all day long. He was going to score two on us all day long. Top five. He kicked, he kicked extra point to tie it. Oh, it was someone Actually, got That was another year we played you guys in the bowl game. Remember? They put us back in the bowl game to play that. That was the fifth quarter. Yeah. Okay, so story time. This is nineteen ninety four. The year after Florida State's first championship, Danny Cannell is the quarterback, and we go in and, and Spurrier has got this offense purring. I mean, they we can't stop them. There's Jack Jackson and, and Danny Werfel, and our defense is amazing, but we can't stop them. So Danny Cannell, who had a crappy year all year, turned his career around at halftime of that game, turned around and scored the most unanswered points in a game at the it was a record at the time and was we got 31 to three Kevin 31 to three, it was 31 to three fourth quarter. quarter and we tied it up at the end of it 31 31 we could have gone for two to win that's what Scott's alluding to 
We didn't. Wow. Bowden didn't. What, what, what was the logic on that? Why was it? What was Bowden the didn't want them to have such a great comeback and then lose it on a lost two point conversion. That's what I hate saying. that. I hate that. That's so perfect. Much. Yeah. It was awful. Horrible. Horrible. Hence the choking dope. Do you guys think he would have gotten it? Oh, I do. All, at all that point, long. yeah, we were rolling. Yeah. Yep. yeah, we, we were, were rolling at that point. I was rooting for him. I was like, please go for two and win. That was the only time I was because really, it, really yeah, I was God. I, because, <laughs> look, first, first of all, I'm a huge Gator fan, but I want to see an awesome game. I don't care. And I it, don't. It, I, I want to see, see open. I want to see the Gators losing with a chance to win on the last drive to win. I mean, a blowout's a blowout. It's not fun. I want to see a good game back and forth all day long, busting ass. That's what I want to see. And that's, that's what we're going to see on Saturday. I guarantee you. But with that. Oh, oh, did you just guarantee something? You guarantee a win? No, I didn't guarantee a win. I oh, you just said I think you're going to see a no, I, I guarantee you need hearing aids. What I said <laughs> what? is I guarantee you, you're going huh? to see a smash mouth game. And it's going to be, they're going to be all over each other. Florida is putting Vandy behind it. It's, it's got, the season's over, except for this game right now coming up. And that needs to be. was over happened. two weeks ago before Vandy, okay? It was over three weeks ago. Whatever. They've so, been overlooking so, okay, everybody. So now, now, going back to that game, but, though, do, are you even, like, happy as a UF fan to get that tie? Like, is that even, like. No, they're absolutely yeah. disgusted with it. I mean, we we laid down. We let them roll back, and we deserve to lose. We we deserve for him to go for two and win, and and he didn't. So therefore, when they call it the choke at dope, to me, that's the choke on FSU. And when you if you ever look and you see the picture of the choke at dope, it's at the beginning of the game because at the end of the game there are no FSU fans around. They all left. They left yeah. at the end of the first quarter. It's an empty stadium except for the other side of the stadium, which is full of Gators. That's hey, a Greg, shot of you, Kevin. Like point out that That's a shot of you, you fans. Left would... me and went to the gym and said, I can't watch this bullshit anymore. <laughs> and I was calling him at whatever cult's gym or whatever. It's like, Fish, you got to get back to the house. It was, uh, he was like, Wait, what happened? It was crazy. So that's like a that's like a, a moment from that uh, the baseball movie with Brad Pitt. What movie is that? Money Moneyball. Where he works yeah. out during the games, then he goes to the game, they lose. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like when you show up for your buddy's graduation and go get a drink across the street of the bar, and, and you miss him walking. It's the same. It's the same thing. Whoa! You can't whoa. Prove that. I need context on this. <laughs> oh, that's that's how young bloods graduation. You guys missed it. Well, we well, didn't mean to miss it, but <laughs> young did. blood. Okay, it's at the end, so they start, and there's like six or eight of us. We all drove up. We're yeah, partying yeah. all the way up there, having a great time. We're up in the top rafters, and they're like. Anderson. And it just started with A. And I'm like, oh, this is, we've got to go to Youngblood. I'm like, holy, I'm like, again, like, we got, we got, dude, we can go get a shot across the street. We'll be back in plenty of time. But if time gets to Youngblood, it was taking forever to get to the first row. So we run across the street. We go to whatever the closest was. It was it, um, was it, was it the Porpoise? The Porpoise. The Porpoise. Yeah. We're over there. We're over there doing shots of tequila, and all of a sudden their phones are blowing up. And it's Scott trying to call him. Every one of us, like, Where are you guys at? I'm almost going. We're like, What the hell? He's full of shit. And they just started. We just got here. You're hanging the phone up. And finally got a hold of somebody. I like, I'm walking. I'm walking. So we ran across the street and uh, we missed it. So I think another famous favorite... moment in Florida <clears throat> graduates' history. I think my favorite Florida, Florida State moment of you guys is when my dad, Theo, Ke- Theo Kevin, Kidnapped you and brought you to Florida State. Oh Jesus! Was that going to happen? If you guys would like to tell that story for everyone. Oh my God! Are so, we allowed to? It, it was a yeah, loving yeah. story. It's 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 a it's a story of friendship and and men caring for other men. And apparently, I was I was I was with a girlfriend that they felt that I was spending too much time with and not enough time with the boys, and so they decided to drive up. To Gainesville, Scott, and who was with you? Kevin. Kevin. It was that just Scott Kevin. Kevin, right? I'm on the No, no, I'm Kevin. trying to think. I thought there was somebody else, but no, it wasn't. Just Scott and Kevin. No, but Jimmy, Jumping, real quick, my memory this, is, this was before cell phones and everything, too. So yeah, yeah, yeah no cell phones. Yeah. So they drive up and surprised me at my girlfriend's house. And they're like, Hey, we're in town. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. This is great. 
So, um, you know, they're like, listen, we're going to get some beers. I tell my girlfriend, listen, we're going to get some beers and we'll be right back. And she's like, oh, great. I'll, I'll get some steaks and I'll put them on the grill and we'll cook them and we'll have beers. And yeah, we'll be right back. All right. So I'm like, oh, this is great. Jump in the car. I'm like, this is awesome. And we're driving and driving. Wait, Jimmy, stop for a second. You got to tell everybody that you just started dating this girl. It's not like you've been together for a while. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, no. We, we were reading way into that. No, he just started. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't try to do it uh, like intervention. That was not the case. No, but but we but it was a good to Tallahassee to party. Yeah, but it was about six months in the relationship. It was one of those, you know, and, and I hadn't seen the boys, right? I, you know, it was, it was like I pulled a cabin where I just disappear when I get a new girlfriend. So. So anyway, we're driving, and we're, Scott's got his old Bronco, too, and we're driving. All of a sudden, he gets up in the interstate. It was, it was the Topaz. It was it the was Topaz? The Bronco too. No, it was the Bronco, too. It was the Topaz. You sure? Anyway, we're not going to argue about this one. Continue. It doesn't matter. So we're driving on the interstate, and I'm like, dude, where are we going? He's like, oh, no, no, I want to show you this property. My, my, we'll get the beer in a minute with the property that my, my dad bought up here. It's like a two exits up. I'm like, awesome, dude, this is great. I can't believe the boys. Look at that. We're talking, we're shooting the shit, we're talking, we're getting, and they're talking, and we're saying this and talking about this and having a good time. And we're driving, and we're driving, and driving. And um, like, Jesus, this property's kind of far away, isn't it? He's like, oh, there's just another extra two, an extra two, extra two. And then I, it gets real quiet. And I see them like making weird eye contacts. What the, what the hell's going on? And then Scott's like, dude, we're, we're, we're going to, it was Tallahassee first, right? <laughs> we're going to Tallahassee. I'm Tallahassee. like, Tallahassee. I'm like, but, but he's like, no, no, no. He's like, no, we told your girlfriend it's, it's all cool, man. She's like, I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to Tallahassee. We're going to go party. I'm like, I have any clothes. He's like, oh, no, no, we got your bag from the other house. We're going to Tallahassee. It's going to be an awesome time. I'm like, dude, and my girlfriend, I said, what an awesome chick, man. I can't believe it. She just totally played that off so well. I'm like, wow, wow she's cool. That's great. Go down the road about another hour and a half, hours. hour, where, where it's, we can't turn around. And then, was it you, Kevin, or Scott? Who who folded first? Me. It was me. Kevin. Right, Kevin, you, take, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin was sitting here. in the back like this. Kevin was sitting like this, and I saw him in the rearview mirror going, "We gotta tell him. We gotta tell him." <laughs> oh, so, so, so what happened was is that Arena thinks that this chick's fine, uh, and so we're like, "All right, Jimmy." She doesn't know. She's expecting his home any moment or an hour ago. No, we're gone. It's an hour and a half. We're gone an hour and a half. I'm the diplomat. I'm like, I'll make the phone call and I'll take the brunt and you'll be fine. And then we, we pull over to the side of the road and we find this payphone. A thing called a payphone. And I go, Jimmy, what's her number? And he goes, her phone got cut off. She didn't pay the phone bill. They have no friends in town. We have no way to get this message to her except for one guy. Force Fire Fred, and he's Force, uh, Force Fire Fred to drive his moped over there. His license. No, 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 no. He couldn't go. No, I called Fred. We had put another quarter in. I called Fred. I'm like, Fred, dude, listen, I, I screwed up. It's a long story. Listen, but you got to go to Simone's house, and you got to tell her that I'm okay, and I'm with the boys, and we're going to Tallahassee. He's like, dude, I am so drunk, I can't drive anywhere. I'm like, God damn. He's like, dude, but my neighbor, he's cool as shit. I'll send him over. So he gets his neighbor, who nobody knows, and sends him to my girlfriend's house to go knock on the door. So two hours later, somebody shows up at my girlfriend's door to her house. He goes, she opens the door. She's like, yeah. She's like, uh, yeah, is your boyfriend Jimmy Arena? She's like, yeah. yeah. Is he okay? Is everything all right? She's like, yeah, he's in Tallahassee with his friends. He said he called to tell you, let you know. See you later. And he left. You know how well she that was probably over? like, what the fuck? Oh, you have your no. relationship ruiners. That was terrible. Idea. Kevin, I want you to recreate the phone call when I finally got a hold of her the next day in Tallahassee. No, 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 no. I'm doing that. I'm doing Scott, that. Here okay, Scott's going to recreate the phone call with my ex. I, I, I know, honey, honey, but but I didn't, but I had no idea. They told me that, I know, but sweetheart, there, there's no way I would have, I know, but if I could come back, if I could come back, if I could come back, I would. I know, but they're here. They're not coming back. They're not coming. No, but I, I didn't have, I'm not going to take a fucking bus. <laughs> that was it. She's like, oh, you can take a bus. I'm like, I'm not taking a fucking bus. Wham. And I'm like, all right, boys, we're partying. It's, it's okay. I'm having a ruined relationship here. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a so great we, way to we, wrap this up. We, oh. we drop him off. We drop yeah, him off. Shit, we drop me off like, oh, yeah. And it's like probably like eight buildings back. And I, I loop into the front drive. I go, whoop. All right, see you later. Like into the entrance of the apartment. He didn't get anywhere near my house. He's <laughs> way back there. I'm like, 
Yeah, I know, but you're getting out here. <laughs> so yeah, man. Yeah. That's the kidnap story. Uh, oh, and to caveat oh. everything else too, they went to my house and they picked out the ugliest thing they could possibly put on me to wear. I had blue and orange shoes. I had like a ratty old shirt. Like I had, and we're supposed to go out in Tallahassee, and and, and, I'm, and I looked like they they drug me out of the gutter. Yeah, but like you could be you look like a normal person in Tallahassee like that. You're right though. And, <laughs> his, his jeans were the first to ever be bedazzled. <laughs> no, I think they were. I think they were whitewashed Z Cavaricis. They didn't even fit. And Youngblood put his toothbrush up. Uh, your toothbrush up his ass before you used it. So there's a lot of bad things that weekend, buddy. <laughs> All right, that's a good note to end like on. Chicken. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, but actually, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, love you guys. Anyone have any final words to say about anything, Florida, Florida State, or anything at all? I just want no, no, to be a Florida Gator. Mm. Again, I, I, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call a late, late. Oh yeah, wait, wait. Score predictions. Wait, we're, yeah, we're I was just saying, we got some predictions. Yeah, here. you go first. Start us off. Uh, it's 38-14, Florida State. Zach? Yeah, I'm going to go with high scoring 31-28. Jesus, that's oh, what I was going to say. 31-28 Gators is what I'm Stay saying. Get out of here. See you, Kevin. 42-21. Interesting. Ooh. Scott? It's going to be a three-point ball game, whether yep. it's uh, kind of low or kind of high. Uh, it just depends. It can go either way. I'm going 40-17 Florida State. 40-17. I think it'll be close until the fourth quarter, and then that's when Jordan Travis will just start. And Anthony Richardson can't even leave the pocket. I think Anthony Richardson is going to go to the Wildcat. They're going to go to the Wildcat off. Every play he runs it. Every run the ball. Every single play. And we're going to win. win. 31-28. I'm going to say 39-36. All right. Hey, also shout-out Jordan Young. He's a clocks on the stove guest. He's a cornerback for the University of Florida Gators. So, hopefully he right, he is. Good game. Yeah, gentlemen, you. thank you for having us. This is a gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. You guys sound really guys, nice and professional. Awesome. You, you look so good. Much. Appreciate it. Appreciate right, you having us on. We'll be back I think on for we the have women's soccer more of these, But we need to debate. We got to go off the sports venue. We got to debate. Like I think we need to debate on some music. We can do. Oh, I would love a music debate podcast. We got to do it. We got to do a, a special edition debate music class. Scott, you don't have to go. You, you can, yeah, you yeah. We got Bo Diaz instead. I want to put both of you in your place so we can do that for sure. Are we going to do a recap after the ball game recap? If you guys want? You guys just let me know. Yeah, we'll do it live. Question. I got a question. Zach is like, I don't have time for these old guys anymore. <laughs> yeah. I do have a question. It was brought up the other day that the game is Saturday night. I mean, Friday night. Yeah. Yes. What? It, why do y'all think that it got moved to Friday night? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's. I think. I think it's, it's going to be a big, big money money draw because money, baby. About it. That's the only game in town. And, and these two schools are going to get a lot of exposure on Friday night as opposed to Saturday when all the other games are going on. Yeah, I agree. Money, it always goes I, back to money, gentlemen. Money. TV, everything yeah. with college football is money-related. Yeah, I, I, I thought that, but I also thought that there might be another uh, angle, and that would be that they could potentially get a, a better bowl bid instead of having to wait you near know, the, the bowl uh, organizations looking and waiting to see. Oh, because years. they would – oh, that's smart. I like that because they'd win and they get instant bid. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. All right. Again, well, that it. goes uh, back to money. It, it yeah. does, yeah. That goes back to money. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys.